This is Rhema for Today. Well, thank God there's no such thing as a hopeless and helpless case. Not with God. Maybe with men, but not with God. And so they would have pronounced her helpless, hopeless. They would have pronounced her incurable. But God didn't, did he? Praise the Lord. And you know, another thing about it is, not only did God not pronounce her helpless, hopeless, or incurable, but she didn't pronounce herself that way either. No, she didn't. Because she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. You see, if she had pronounced herself incurable and helpless and hopeless, she'd have said, well, others may have been healed, but I can't. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, before we get to the real heart of what I want to say to you, there's some certain observation I think that would be interesting for us to notice. Number one, notice that this miracle is embossed in the heart of another, this miracle of this woman, and that is the raising of Jairus' daughter. It would seem that in these two twin miracles, for if you go on reading here, you see, well, people came from Jairus' house and said, you know, why trouble the master any further that thy daughter is dead? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the root of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he went on his way, and the little daughter was raised up from the dead and was healed, you know. So you see, we have two twin miracles, you see, here. The Lord, uh, I think, is trying to get something over to us in one striking lesson. And that is two principles are finally illustrated. One is of God's absolute power. And on the other hand, there is uh, faith's absolute power. Are you listening? Let's say that again. There are two principles that are finally illustrated here. And we see in them the absolute power of God on one hand, even to work where there is nothing but death. The little girl's already dead, wasn't she? But he raised her up. But then right on the other hand, we see faith's absolute power to take from God that which you need. Notice he said, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Doesn't he? So you see, we have emphasized here in these two incidents two wonderful omnipotences of Christ that are linked together. First, with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible said. You can read that. Matthew 19, 26, Luke 1, 37, with God nothing shall be impossible. But then right on the other hand, Mark 9, 23 said, all things are possible to him that believeth. Hallelujah. 
Now, uh, I know from experience through the years, you ask people, I mean, believe with all with God, all things are possible. Man, hands just go up everywhere. Well, how many of you believe all things are possible to believe? Because I never have to get over half of them lift their hands. Well, now, why would you believe one scripture is so and the other is not true? I mean, if one of them is true, the other is true, aren't they? I said, aren't they? No, you see, what happens is, I even see people sometimes, you know, I've, I, through the years past, I've done this quite often. How many of you believe, as the Bible said, with God, all things, oh man, hands just go up everywhere. Well, how many of you believe, as the Bible said, Jesus himself said it, Mark nine twenty three, all things are possible to him that believeth. <laughs> Some of them even jerked their hand down after they put it up a little bit. I, I actually, I sat and watched them. I stand and watch them. And as your usual thing, you never get over half as many that, that lifted the hand with God all things. But see, see, that puts all responsibility on God. But then they got to thinking, all things possible him believe, that puts responsibility on me. No, no. no. <laughs> that, that makes a difference, you see. Amen. But if one of the verses is true, the other one is true. Isn't that right? Glory to God. Well, say it out loud. With God. With God. All things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. To him that believeth. To him that believeth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, now you see a lot of times people want to put all the responsibility on God. Said, well, well, God, with God all things are possible. And thank God they are. So they're just waiting for God to initiate something, do something. Sometimes he does. But they don't have to. This woman didn't wait for God to initiate something. She did something about it. Hallelujah. Isn't that true? Now, I don't know about you, but I've never been one to wait on God to start anything. I just read what the Bible said, and if the Bible says it, I believe it. And if the Bible said that I have faith, then I just start saying I have faith. The Bible says to do. And if you're saved, you do have faith. Because, see, the Bible said by grace are you saved through faith. So if you don't have faith, then you can't be saved. You're not saved. But you do have faith. Well, to sit around and then say, well, my problem is I don't have faith is to contradict the Bible. And so I don't know about you, but I always just side right in with what the Word of God says. And I dare say this. In fact, I know it by revelation that there are people here today who have been seeking healing over a long period of time. If you'd just start siding in with what the Bible said, it wouldn't be long your condition would change. But instead of siding in what the, what the Bible says, you really unconsciously, I know you don't mean to do it, but whether you mean to do it or not, it still happens, you know. I mean, the fellow that stepped out in front of the car and got run over didn't mean to, but he's just as dead as if he had meant to. <laughs> Amen. Are you listening to me? So, uh, so side in with the word. Hallelujah. Don't take sides against it. Now notice another thing about this woman's condition, the helpless nature of her disease and the failure of human physicians. Now thank God for physicians and all the help that they brought the people, but uh, the, the helplessness of her disease and the failure of human physicians are brought out with a good deal of plainness of speech here. Because you'll notice that there's uh, even Luke himself, who was a physician, you know, before that uh, he followed Jesus. And I do not know that he was a physician afterwards, and nothing never said that he was. It seemed like he 
who was a preacher, praise God. But uh, he says this, that uh, she could not be cured. She had spent all that she had and could not be cured of any physician. They just were not able to touch her case. Well, thank God there's no such thing as a hopeless and helpless case. Not with God. Maybe with man, but not with God. And so they would have pronounced her helpless, hopeless. They would have pronounced her incurable. But God didn't, did he? Praise the Lord. And you know, another thing about it is, not only did God not pronounce her helpless, hopeless, or incurable, but she didn't pronounce herself that way either. No, she didn't. Because she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. You see, if she had pronounced herself incurable and helpless and hopeless, she'd have said, well, others may have been healed, but I can't. It won't work for me. And it wouldn't have. And it wouldn't have. But thank God it did. Now then, there's a third important fact that's neat that we need to bring out here concerning this. I want you to notice carefully, and it'll help you, the process of faith and healing, which is very striking in this case. Now, you see, not, not very often we don't realize that there is a process sometimes to faith. Sometimes I've heard people say, and perhaps you've even thought it if you haven't said it, because, you see, they didn't get healed instantly or things didn't seem to work right for them. Well, if I'd just been there, you know, when Jesus was here, I would have been healed, you know. It would have been easy. But now you go back and read all of these accounts of folks getting healed and you'll find out it wasn't near as easy as you thought it was. That Jesus didn't just take upon himself the responsibility to heal people without any cooperation on their part. Now notice. Notice that there were three stages to her faith. I want you to notice that. That's the reason we called it a process of the faith and healing. First, she believed that she would be healed. She said, we read it, if I may touch his garment, I shall be whole. That's believing, isn't it, that she would be healed. See, she didn't just say, well, I'm going to touch his garment and see if anything happened. Maybe it will. I hope so. See, many times today people say, well, I'm going to have hands laid on me, you know. I'm going to get in that service. Just take a chance on it. I might get something. That's not faith. I said, that's not faith. And those folks very seldom, if ever, get anything except maybe a slopped over blessing. Somebody else gets blessed and slops a little over on them. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three-CD series from Kenneth W. Hagen, Love, Faith's Firm Foundation. Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagen, entitled Talk to Me, Connecting with the Heart of God. 
Also in the offer is Craig Hagen's CD entitled Just Believe. And finally, Denise Hagen Burns' CD entitled Holy Spirit, The Ultimate Best Friend. You can get all this for the price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. In March, our Living Faith Conference, yes. um, Madison, Alabama, at Cornerstone Word of Life Church. That is March 12th through the 14th. Yeah. That's a Sunday through Tuesday. Sunday night through Tuesday night. That's right. Pastors Mark and Rhonda Garver. And then we go over to... Ridgely, Tennessee. That's right. Wednesday night through Friday night, March the 15th through the 17th, at Abundant Life Fellowship Church with Pastors David and Tammy Gray. Yes. And uh, hey, you can go find out all about the Living Faith Conferences uh, right on at rhema.org. Yes. And it's got a list of all of our conferences, and I, I've already got them all scheduled. You have. And so they're you all did on it there. yourself. Yes. Yes. And, and so make plans to. to come and be with us or if you know people in that area yes. let them know about it friends and relatives let them know about it and when you do come let let us know that you watch us on television call 1-888-FAITH-99 that's toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 tomorrow Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message doing the works of Jesus volume 3 that's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.